Mark Wright. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda.
you doing? Welcome to Base Agenda, episode 135. This week, two hours focused in on a guy born in Australia, based out of Berlin, and who's making some great, great electro music. Privacy. Going to kick off with a few tracks that I've chosen by him, and then we're going to get into a couple that uh, he's made that he's particularly proud of. We'll also be exploring his influences, a couple of tracks that have really impressed him lately as well. Privacy is also dominating in part two as well because he's uh, bringing the guest mix real varied mix of strange beautiful music for you coming up later on track list and download of the show will be up over the weekend at some point on soundcloud.com slash agenda and also via itunes you know I, I moved down to the countryside with my mum and I remember just driving in the in a car listening to the radio station and we'd be singing along to the songs and whatever it was you know and that was just uh, always going on those long drives that was you know music was sort of the focus the whole time and my parents always had pretty cool record collections and they had sort of decent taste and stuff and I, I, I kind of just like jumped off that you know like followed that the whole time and, and uh, my mum was 
um, you know, had a big like old school goth collection, all this stuff. And then in the 90s was into raves and going out clubbing and blah, 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 blah. So I also got all that kind of stuff at the same time, you know, so yeah, it was sort of pretty natural. Actually, this is kind of a funny thing. My mom had an SH-101, right? And um, she ended up throwing it out with the garbage when we moved at some point. She didn't think it was worth anything. Um, but yeah, like, uh, but I remember when I was a kid, like, did that just laying around the house, you know, she didn't really use it or whatever, she had it from when she was a teenager, and, um, I remember just, like, messing around with that and being, like, totally, um, mystified how you got the thing to make normal sounds. <laughs> I remember always making weird noise, and I was like, what is this thing, you know, like, and, and I remember, like, always making these tapes where I'd take, like, t tacky rock songs off the radio, whatever was on, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers or The Offspring or some crap like that, and then and then, and play, like, the SH-101 behind it, you know, just put all these weird sounds behind it and stuff, and I'd love to find those tapes, and I've got no idea whether they probably also got thrown in the bin when we moved sometime, but... But yeah, so I went, was always sort of dabbling around with that kind of stuff and then wrote really tacky, terrible lyrics for bands and stuff in, um, in school and all that kind of stuff. And uh, eventually, eventually then got back into the sort of electronic side of things and then was like, hey, mom, what happened to that SH-101 you had? She was like, I threw it out, you know? <laughs> eventually I ended up buying another one. <laughs>
terms of like specifics about gear, I mean the 606 is uh, all over all my records. The 101 I was talking about, that's uh, I eventually reacquired one, and yeah, that's uh, that's that's actually been that was my first analog synth, and it's been like the oldest with me. I got it back when they weren't too expensive. I think it cost me 400 Australian dollars, which is like uh, 250 euros or something. Um, another pretty centerpiece. I know the, M the MPC, MPC 1000. I use a lot. Uh, the MFB stuff. They're they're Berlin like, um, analog um, synth manufacturer. They do cool shit. Uh, the, the, the MFB Kraftwerk is a is a um, semi-modular analog synth. I use quite a bit. Uh, yeah, uh, other other stuff. Looking at about DX7. Um, a weird, crappy digital uh, drum that actually sounds really cool called Kawaii XD5 and I shouldn't give this secret away because it's absolutely the secret of myself but I give it away. I actually tell everyone about it anyway so uh, <laughs> but it's the, the Korg Monotron Delay it's like a little it's a little um, I think it costs about 40 bucks uh, and it's a little um, ribbons synthesizer thing it's actually a very small analog synthesizer with an analog filter and it's got it's got a digital delay in it that actually sounds pretty good but the, thi but the thing is a cheap piece of crap and uh, it's really noisy and when you when you put a signal into it you can you can run you can run anything through it as well so I, I don't use the actual synth on it that much but I run loads of stuff through it and uh, when you run something loud into it, it'll overdrive, and it overdrives the uh, the filter, which is actually a copy of the old MS20 filter, and that uh, that ends up sounding really nice. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's a lot a lot of my overdrive and the weird delay stuff and all my tracks is like like a lot of the stuff is that box, and like a lot just a lot of the distortion and stuff. Sometimes say, oh, you must have got. Sometimes guys say to me, you must have like a really nice distorter or something. I'm not. This is like this support. 40 euro absolute toy thing, but it's it's actually sounds great, I think. Yeah. We'll be right back. 
yeah, I mean, I think the scene's really healthy at the moment. Um, I think, like, I mean, I'm not sure. It's kind of hard to say because everything's sort of subjective in reality. Uh, when I first moved to Berlin, I felt that it was um, a bit boring, actually. The, the, the music that was going on, the sound that was like, uh, you know, the Oskarton, Bergkind sound was pretty dominant. Uh, but I'm not sure if that was just my initial introduction into the world or whatever. But it definitely seemed like the last few years here have been like really fertile. There lots, lots of people coming from different places. A lot of really good producers here, or, or at least here for a while. You know, a lot of people pass through the city. Uh, but it, but it's become a lot more fresh. And uh, I mean, I actually really I, I buy records of hard wax and stuff. But that used to be sort of like king of the fucking scene or whatever and that was all associated you know obviously it's all this basic channel stuff so it's all connected to the Burkheim this minimal techno sound and blah 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 that monotony and that sort of high techno hierarchy or whatever that I felt in the scene I feel has really been broken up lately by a lot more independent smaller record stores and different people coming at it from a different angle and it seems fresh at the moment I think it seems really fresh and fertile and I think it's a good time at the moment here actually and I, I sort of think the same thing about like other places in general like um like I don't know like um not that I'm intimately knowledgeable about any other city at the moment but but the, the general vibe of music in general seems pretty open and pretty accepting and pretty adventurous at the moment which I, I quite like up for you we kicked off the show with chemical history then into uh, query c and then constant transient all privacy's own work track we're sitting on top of right now one of his uh, most recent tracks it was released on mechatronica beginning of july various artists uh, vinyl ep great stuff a track called miss you coming up next something that's unreleased at the moment but it's due out on klaxon uh, in the not too distant future great great track makes a great use of a vocal sample as well i'll let him tell you about that in a minute this is a track called you can tell
it was a kind of weird one because I like most of the tracks I do these days. It's a sort of um, I'll, I'll jam them out and I'll sort of do it pretty live, and I'll, uh, I won't do too much else afterwards except maybe cut it down and maybe add a few bits and pieces here and there. But it's pretty much like a one session um, thing. Where th- that that one was actually like the bass of that track was recorded like two years ago or something, um, maybe more. My dad asked me to. <laughs> funny i was telling telling the story the other day actually my dad asked me to do like some uh he's an architect and he had to do a proposal for something to the city council back in australia he asked me to put some like background sounds to his like uh you know the the proposal video (laughs) and anyway so i started writing it and i just realized i can't (laughs) write something suitable for that and yeah that was actually the the, the basis of that track which is obviously totally inappropriate but (laughs) no 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 that sample came in later but it you know even the rest was uh, um it's actually a red man sample and it's just pitched up so he sounds like a girl but yeah so so yeah so that was uh you know the basis of that was this thing i sort of was messing around with for this thing for my dad two years ago and then i went back and was just looking at old files and was like oh actually maybe i could build on that a little bit and so i kind of like how that came together over a couple of years in a way Privacy's influences, a couple of tracks that really inspired him to make music. First one up is uh, David Wise, legendary uh, video game soundtrack composer, track called Aquatic Ambience, taken from Donkey Kong Country. Only you can decide that a piece of music is more than something for today. It endures. Music you want to hear. It's that rare quality which pleases when one first hears and pleases more and more as one grows familiar with it. The only difference between this and some other listening time spent with purely pop recordings is that you could listen to this oftener. And right here, right here, let's listen to what I mean. Uh, I mean, video game music in general it was, is, is actually still a huge influence for me. I, I think that's also another thing that got me into electronic music. So you hear all this electronic sounds really young, you know. And that was, that was one of the first video games that I really got into and played. I guess I was about three or four years old or something. <laughs> and that song, I remember that song on that level was always so like, yeah, made the atmosphere of the level. And it was, you know, and I think, um, I think that was another side avenue of being interested in electronic music, you know.
Cure, The Kiss. That was that's like there was the first big like vinyl record I remember for me. That was actually from my dad's collection. I really remember with that one just like that's the first track on the record. And I remember putting the needle down on that like that experience of that tune on vinyl was like really important for me. You know, I guess it's just a it's a fucking mood, isn't it? You know, like I think that's also what I what I like in so many tracks. You know, whatever genre it is, it's just a sort of like an energy or an atmosphere or something. Um, and that, that track has it in spades, I reckon, it's just like, you know, and that was, I mean, I think that's still the most important thing in a tune for me. is Dirk Nadava from the New Judgment and New Electronics. You're listening to Base Agenda.
back into Privacy Zone tracks again. Now this is uh, DJS, a track called Stumbling for a Sec. This is the Privacy Remix. I uh, don't think this is out yet, but it's coming out soon in the not too distant future. time a while ago in um, Frankfurt and we played together another party for this uh, little label modem I also did some something for so then he's putting out this release with Opal Tapes and he asked me if I'd be up for doing a remix and I said for sure the reason I chose that one I guess for the radio show is just because uh, it's like the only track I've written in a weird time signature in a really long time the, tr- the tracks in like 5-4 um, and uh, that was kind of interesting because because he's using like the MPC to do a lot of his stuff and um, you know, so he's taking these uh, samples of the MPC and over his original track, which is like a 4-4 breaksy kind of tune, he's like p- pitching these samples and then they'll go, you know, obviously if you have something at like one speed it works and then you pitch it down a whole bunch, it's not in the same tempo or whatever anymore. And uh, so I, I ended up grabbing one of those bits and, uh, and it seemed to work really well in 5-4 instead and I was like, well maybe I'll just write the tune in 5-4. And I haven't, haven't done that in ages, and it worked, and it kind of, you know, it feels a bit wonky and weird, but I kind of like it, and uh, yeah, so that's simply why I picked that one, something different.
up, taken from uh, Privacy's Hypertext release on uh, Lobster Theremin. Beautiful, beautiful track called Endless Shallows. During this track, Privacy's also going to talk about uh, new method he's got for uh, making tracks going forward. Some real interesting ideas in there. This is Bass Agenda. It's okay. You are now deep underground. You are safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here. stuff I I, uh, I find myself if I'm ever listening to my own stuff going back to the sort of more low-key ones more often you know um, but maybe it's just because I don't play them in clubs so I'm not as sick of them or something I don't know but uh, but yeah I don't know so uh, I, I like I like that one I think actually that was one that also kind of just came out just like had a good flow trying to you know I want to make a record that you can sit down and listen to so yeah I'm definitely taking a lot more time to sort of sit down and, and come up with more interesting techniques of making songs without that are not necessarily beat driven or not traditionally beat driven or whatever and, uh, and yeah that's definitely a process of like a little more consideration
because I'm trying to not like make bangers, as I said, um, I, I think I make I make bangers like really easily. Like that's like my natural flow. I can get into that more easily than I can get into doing some slower, more considered tracks actually. So in a way to sort of stop myself doing that, I've been like, I've taken all my gear because usually I have my studio set up um, and everything's plugged in in a sort of kind of complicated way, but it's, it's all set up in the same way. So I just have a patch bay and I patch things in and it's all blah, blah, blah into the computer, etc., etc. But so for this I've started, I just bought a separate little mixing desk and I just, just started unplugging like one or two or three bits of gear at a time and just working with three bits of gear and just recording to cassette. And just having less gear and having it on recording on like not not just a cassette deck but also on like a 20 year old cassette in there the sound the, the sound quality is so shitty that you can't make a banger because it wouldn't you know the frequencies wouldn't work that well in a club you know like um and so doing that and also like i'm, I'm doing it sitting on the floor so i'm not on the right height for the speakers and stuff it, it sort of stops you from making like a well-produced, you know, blah, 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 like club smasher, right? So, so that's been kind of an interesting process for me lately. From a, a pretty new label from from Vienna, this um, this label Neubau, and I met the bloke who runs that when I was in Vienna once, and he's also a really nice dude. I actually don't know who these Alfgang B people are, like themselves or anything, but uh, but he sent me those files, and uh, it was yeah. I just I mean actually the whole it's it's two tracks I think, and then the loose low tracks remix, so three tracks on the EP. And the two, the two originals are also really interesting and cool, but I don't know, that Toulouse Low Tracks mix just, uh, for me, is super interesting, great vibe, weird. Also, like, when I listen to the production, I'm always impressed by tunes that I wouldn't know how to do that, you know? Like, so I was listening to that and going, like, ah, this interesting shit he's got going on there. Um, yeah, uh, and great. Also, when I was talking before about, like, atmosphere tracks, like, it's a total atmosphere track, that one, I think, too, you know?
stuff. Alfgan B, track called Demo One, that was the Too Loose Low Tracks remix. Gonna have a quick break from privacy selections for a moment and play you a couple of promos. First up, Haganess Wind by ITPDWIP. Excellent, excellent artist. Had the pleasure of releasing uh, his first EP back on uh, Base Agenda Recordings a little while ago, the 7000 EP. Glad to see he's doing well. Getting picked up here by Broken Toys. Great, great label. This is due out in September.
This is Plant 43 and you're listening to Base Agenda. excellent sound of plant 43 here this is taken from his recent mycology release real quality ep thanks for him for sending this over this is a track called crowned earth star coming up next the last selection from privacy track that's blown him away recently faceless mind ocean movers the canada remix
yeah, I'm trying to think where I first heard that one, actually. Um, where did I first hear that? I think it was maybe just on SoundCloud, because I think maybe Luke Eargoggle reposted it, because obviously Faceless Minds him originally. Uh, and yeah, it just sounded great, and I and I, I messaged the label for um, for some promo copies, and then they were actually, they're, they're based in Leipzig, actually, the label, and I was doing a show there, and they came like the next the next night or whatever it was for the show and gave me a copy of the record, and super nice guys, and... I mean, the track, the track just smashes. I don't know what else to say. It's just awesome. <laughs> it's great, great to play out. Sounds great. Good, good, great vibe. Uh, the production's really good. It always sounds really good in a club. And I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. It's really good. Jackson thing is the next. Uh, that's that's the only thing I can like really talk about. Um, uh, that's um, yeah. So that's coming up whenever it gets pressed. But but it should be soon. It's at the plant. So I, I guess next couple of months or six months at least. Um, and yeah, so that's not coming on Claxon and that's called Zero Value. And I hope it has a little more value than that. So check it out. Um, and what else? Um, yeah, there's another compilation thing coming up. Oh, well, actually, it's the modem one. This, this actually was always, or, already released on cassette, but they're issuing that on vinyl. I know a few people asked for that on vinyl, so it's cool that they're doing that. Um, and I, I think I actually haven't got a copy or anything, but I saw pictures on the internet the other day that, that they seem to be done, so I guess they're done. <laughs> so I guess that's out now. Yeah, and then the Mechatronica one just came out. Uh, yeah, and then some stuff in the future, but whatever. One more track before we get into the guest mix from Privacy. I had to play this one. Absolute banger of a track from him. Great way to finish part one on the show. This is a track called Apex Predator. Apex Predator. 
is Dave Clark and you're listening to Bass Agenda. Privacy's guest mix now. Enjoy this one. It's a heck of a ride.
This is Marshall Applewhite, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Thanks. 
This is Umbelt, you are listening to Bass Agenda. Come a killer virus again. 
thanks and love out to Privacy for taking part in Base Agenda. Definitely a guy to watch. Check out his past and present releases. Keep an eye out for what he's got going on in the future. As he said earlier, that one uh, from Klaxon, which features the track we heard earlier called You Can Tell. That's going to be out uh, in the not-too-distant future. Plenty more stuff in the pipeline too. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Base Agenda's back in two weeks. Cheers. Yo, this is DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show. Yo, yo, yo.